The following is a presentation of the Premier Dance Network. Hi everyone, Kimberly Falker here, the founder and CEO of the Premier Dance Network, the only podcast network dedicated solely to the world of dance. And welcome to Potted Chat with your host, Barry Corellis. Before we get started with today's episode, I'd like to take a moment and share a word from our sponsor. Body Rappers' Angela Luzio is happy to be the proud sponsor of the Premier Dance Network. Body Rappers' Angela Luzio is known for its fine total stretch tights and Angela Luzio shoes. Tyler Peck, principal dancer of the New York City Ballet, is its spokesperson and designer of Tyler Peck Designs for Premier. It takes a dancer who wears a leotard all day to know what is best in a leotard. So Tyler's beautiful original leotard designs fit perfectly, are ideal for class, rehearsal, or performance, and move well with the body and won't ride up in the back. Body Wrappers makes additional apparel for all types of dance that includes ballet, jazz, modern, lyrical, hip-hop, tap, team, liturgical, performance wear for competition and recital, as well as Angela Luzio shoes. You may view all the products at www.bodywrappers.com or to purchase Tyler Peck designs by Body Wrappers, go to dancewearcorner.com or your favorite online dance apparel retailer for all their products. Hello and welcome back. Thanks for coming to chat. I am your host, Barry Corollis, and you are listening to Pa the Chat Talking Dance on the Premier Dance Network. In this bi-monthly podcast, I candidly offer educational conversations and thoughtful analysis on all things dance. With my vast background as a director, choreographer, instructor, and dancer, I'm happy to share my 16 plus years of experience with you, whether you're a professional dancer or just listening in for an insider's look into our fascinating art form. So, put your earbuds in, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's talk dance. Cue the applause, shouting, and celebratory noises. If you are listening into this episode of Pot of Chat Talking Dance, you are tuning into our 100th episode here on the Premier Dance Network. Back when I first started podcasting in 2016, there was never any clear goal for me on this network other than to share my love of dance. I never thought I'd need to accrue 130 to 60 minute dance saturated sound bites for anybody anywhere in the world with a laptop, iPad, or phone to listen to. But now that I'm here, I must say that I am pretty damn proud of all that we have accomplished together. Please allow me for one second to thank all of you guys for being faithful to my podcast for sending me emails and Facebook messages and comments about how much you enjoy what I'm doing here. It's just been such a thrill of a ride and I I look forward to doing this for as long as I possibly can. So like I said, I'm pretty proud, but apparently I'm not the only one who is. <laughs> Dance for a Corner is two and has generously donated a $100 gift card for me to give away to one lucky listener this week. This wonderful organization is based in Orlando, Florida and is the largest dance supply realtor, realtor I can't say that they're not realtor, retailer in the United States. Uh, you should show them some love and check out what they have to offer at dancewearcorner.com. So today on Pod the Chat, I'm going to share with you why I dance. So I thought it would be amazing to hear from you guys about why you dance. Whether you dance on the stage, in the studio, at the club, or in your own home, tell me why you dance. 
send me a message on Facebook, Instagram, or via my website contact page at www.barrycorlis.com. That's www.barrycorlis.com. And share your name, your location where you live, your email address, and why you dance. And if you do that in the next two weeks, I will select a winner to receive a $100 gift card to use towards any of your dancewear needs at Dancewear Corner. How exciting. $1 to spend for every episode of Pod of Chat. <laughs> Thank you so much again to Dancewear Corner for your generosity and for celebrating this major milestone with us here on Pod to Chat. Now, it wouldn't be an episode of Pod to Chat if I didn't give you a quick rundown of my upcoming classes at Broadway Dance Center and share other happenings in my dance community. First off, if you haven't seen it yet, head on over to Dance Magazine's website. This past Monday, they posted an article that I wrote for them talking about how I came to love teaching adults to dance. I didn't have a humble start to teaching dancers who had little prospects of having a professional career in dance, but as time passed, adult dancers have shown me how valuable and enjoyable it can be to share dance with people of all ages. You can find that article on their website or by scrolling through their social media accounts. It was posted on Monday. I think it was the 18th of June, and you can find it there. I will have some additional content coming out soon, but I can't talk about that quite yet. So please be sure to keep an eye out for that. And I'll, of course, I'll tell you guys on here. So keep on listening. It doesn't stop at 100. <laughs> and as for classes at Broadway Dance Center for anyone living in the city or visiting the summer, in addition to my regularly scheduled ballet classes on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, I will begin teaching an intermediate advanced ballet class on Saturdays at 10.30 a.m. this week, immediately followed by an intermediate contemporary class at noon. This all starts this Saturday, and it will run through 9.8 uh, what else? I will also be adding a Thursday basic ballet class at 7.30 p.m. through the first week of July. Um, and if you really want a consolidated place where you can see what I'm teaching, just check out the faculty page at broadwaydancecenter.com. I'm under the ballet and the contemporary pages. Um, if you click on my, my headshot, my bio comes up and on the right side of the page, it lists all of the classes that I'm teaching. So if I get offered any quick subbing classes that I haven't listed or announced online, you can find them there. If you don't know what my regularly regularly scheduled classes are, um, they are posted there. So you can find all that. I've also been getting a handful of requests for master classes. So keep an eye out on my social media or reach out to me if you are feeling like you want some master classes too. Okay. Now, on to today's topic. Since it is my 100th episode, I was thinking of doing a list of something involving 100, like my 100 favorite dance moments, my 100 favorite dancers, 100 technique tips, or something like that. But <laughs> I found the idea of that overwhelming and decided it would be more of a shtick than any valuable content that I could actually put out. I want this episode to be more meaningful, and I don't want you to stop listening about halfway through it because it took me 25 minutes to get to 25. <laughs> so I decided I would talk about the reasons why I dance. Dance is my life, and I don't know what life is like without it. But it's not as straightforward as me loving dance because it is my career and hobby combined into one, which is kind of like the best, it's the best of both worlds, kind of like having a lover who is also your best friend. 
Um, there are many aspects of living a life immersed in dance that equal the whole of why I dance. So I thought that I would explore these ideas with you. And then for those of you that do reach out to me, I'll be really curious how many of yours are, are similar to mine or if they're vastly different. It'll be interesting to see if we all dance for the same reasons uh, in the end or if it's very, very, very different. Um, okay, so where are we going to start Hmm. Okay, let's start with life. The first and simplest reason that I dance is because movement is life. <laughs> I don't mean this on any specific cerebral level, just plain and simple. Even when I am standing still, my body is moving. My pulse beats like a drum, my breath flows like the wind, my eyes blink in a staccato fashion, and my body sways constantly as my muscles resist the pull of gravity. My body is always in motion, even when I lay asleep. Activating this natural movement and exaggerating how my body exists is the greatest expression of life, and it makes me feel whole. I don't have a choice. I must move to live. And I, I'm not saying that because I'm like, I must dance to live. But it's the idea that the dance is movement and movement is required for life, whether it be as simple as a heart beating. But through practice, cognizance, and exploration of this, these different movements and capabilities that my, mom, my body has, I now live to move. Uh, another reason why I dance is for fitness. I, I can't tell you how many people who have struggled with their weight that have come up to me and told me that they aren't mo motivated to work out. Uh, a lot of people see dancers as some of the fittest people, athletes on earth. So uh, this is a constant conversation that I, I've had throughout my, my adult life. To be completely honest, I am not a fan of much cardio, running on a treadmill, pumping on an elliptical, or riding a stationary bike. And so I, I really actually, I can empathize with people that really don't like to work out because for most people, what we know is, oh, you need to lose weight. You want to get fit. You should go to the gym. Uh, I, I love dancing because it is one of the best forms of physical fitness possible. Cardio, muscle control, coordination, uh, strength building, and flexibility training are all a part of dance training. Since there is so much mental work to the process from retention of material to critical thinking and body awareness, I almost always get lost in a dance class and forget that I'm also working out at the same time. <laughs> For this reason, if anybody struggles with fitness or their weight, I always tell them to get their butt in a dance class. Honestly, fitness uh, is at the heart of dance, but the focus of a dance class isn't just fitness so it's easy to get uh wrapped up in the other aspects of dance classes Alrighty, why else do i dance okay youth people are always seeking the fountain of youth um <laughs> i'm not i honestly am happy to get older i i feel like it's my first place trophy that shows that i get to live a good long life like i own my gray hairs I, I don't think I will ever dye my hair back to its natural color as it grays. Now, I say that because I would definitely dye it purple or blue or green or anything fun like that. Um, but I, I truly think that like getting gray hair, it's it's one of those things where it, it's like a, like it's just it shows that you have a good long life. Uh, 
but yeah, get, not getting too far off track about my hair. Um, but enjoying getting older doesn't mean uh, that I don't want to keep my body and my mind youthful. So uh, yes, I, I enjoy my trophies of age, but I, I want to make sure that I'm still keeping as young as possible. Uh, I love how most children dance to the beat of music before they can talk. There is uh, a joy and movement to youth that can sometimes be lost with an aging body and the emotional struggles beyond the physical, the emotional struggles of the challenges of life. Life is not easy. Everybody has challenges in life, whether they are seen to have a good life or not. Um, so there's just as much as of an emotional aging as there is a physical aging. To see somebody dance freely is to see an expression of joy and the release of the physical and mental signs of aging. There was a, a period where I frowned at myself during class because I was displeased that I couldn't force my body to be that of a principal dancer with a major company. I don't have hyperextension. My feet are good, but they're not spectacular. Um, I don't have high extensions. Um, I have good proportions, but my legs could be longer. I could be a little taller. There are a lot of different things uh, there. And if something wasn't working out because I wasn't able to force my body to achieve this level in a company, I was displeased and I would often get angry and frustrated at myself in class. But as I've gotten older, uh, when I'm in class now, I actually find myself smiling uh, because the just getting to move and to emote and to uh, work on on my technique and all those things, it's a reminder of my youth and all the things dance has given me from youth on forward. Um, also, if you look at those uh, viral YouTube videos or Facebook videos or whatever videos you're watching, um, if you see somebody that is, I don't know, like young or middle-aged dancing, just like normal social dancing, say that somebody's playing music on, like a busker is playing music on the street and they start dancing, you don't see videos of people like that on online, but you, whenever you see somebody in the later parts of their lives, the, the elderly, and they drop, they have a cane, and all of a sudden they drop the cane and they dance their heart out in the middle of the street. It just it shows you how much dance really is a fountain of youth and how uh, that joy and that feeling can really keep you young. Oh, that feels good to talk about. <laughs> all right, moving on to the next one feeling good to talk about why I dance. Uh, the soul. I was raised religiously Jewish. I stopped going to synagogue the day after <laughs> I was bar mitzvahed. And ever since that, I have felt culturally Jewish. Um, around the time that I stopped going to synagogue, I fell deeper into my artistic practices. Um, and if you are not familiar with when people are bar mitzvahed, the guys are bar mitzvahed at 13 years old. So that was about that age. I remember rehearsing for the first time on a Sunday morning a few weeks after I stopped going to synagogue. Um, granted, Sunday morning is not common for uh, Jews except for uh, Sunday school. We practice on Fridays and Saturdays. Um, but yeah, I remember the first time rehearsing on a Sunday morning for a performance and turning to one of the other dancers. I was, uh, I was performing with a modern dance company at the time. Um, and it was one of the very first lower level professional gigs that I had. And I remember saying out loud that it was funny that most people I knew were in church at that moment, but I was instead dancing. In reality, it was probably around this time that dance became my church. 
Dance is very much like a religion for me. It comforts me when I feel down. It has been the vessel for a great many of my successes. It has taught me the value of hard work. It has shown me empathy and how to act with sympathy. It has guided my decisions and helped me find solace when those decisions have not followed through as I had planned. Dance is the guiding force in my life, and I feel very lucky to have found my path in and through it. All right, I got a couple more here for you guys. Why do I dance? It is a neurotic outlet for me. (laughs) I have always been the type of person who obsesses over things. I've mentioned on here that I have major issues with anxiety, and dance gives me a positive outlet to obsess over things. <laughs> when when I was a kid, I was obsessed with learning musical instruments and taught myself how to play everything from the flute to clarinet, saxophone, and trumpet. So it was after I'd already learned how to play the piano, which gave me a good platform to teach myself these uh, these other instruments. As I've gotten older, I have had the tendency to overanalyze everything in my life from the most minor details to major situations that I've experienced. My natural tendency to stew can become overwhelming and sometimes causes me emotional and, if bad enough, physical distress. Stepping into the dance studio pulls my neurotic mind out of this stewing cycle, and it gives me a strong positive focus to stew on and pick over my technique and my movement, my practice, instead of things that I have no control over or have some control over, but I can't resolve those situations in the moment. The output of this process has been an amazing career, uh, community, and lifestyle for me. So it's been very good to have this neurotic outlet, uh, this neurotic dance outlet. Uh, I also dance because of success and failure. My, my practice in dance has forced me to get comfortable with the process of failure to achieve success. Every day that I step in the studio, I do so with the understanding that I will fail today. (laughs) It's kind of like, uh, is it American Beauty? I love that movie where the real estate woman steps into the house. She's like, I will sell this house today. I will sell this house today. And she's like sobbing. I will sell this house today. That's me when I step into the dance studio. I will fail today. (laughs) But I look forward to this fact. Our culture has turned failure into a negative thing when it is absolutely necessary to achieve our greatest successes. I always tell my students that failure is expected, but try not to make the same mistake in the same way more than once or twice. It is what we learn from and our failures that drive us towards success. Through my own personal practice of of critically assessing my failures, I've gone to dance with prestigious dance companies, managed a national scale freelance career, continue managing a national freelance career as a choreographer instructor, have written articles for magazines and publications that inspired my career as a child, I've joined the faculty of Broadway Dance Center, and I've continued to share my love of dance with talented students across the country. My failure in dance has created my success in dance, and I look forward to continuing this process. Of course, sometimes it's a bit painful, but uh, as long as there's a positive ending or move forward after the failure, I am happy to go through that. Lastly, why I dance. Love and passion. I have received everything in my life because of my strong relationship with the practice of dance. 
I'm sure it was conceived in some form of dance. We won't get too deep into that. Mom and Dad, I hope that you're not listening. Um, my sister and I bonded over dance when I ran into her dance class as a two-year-old and was invited to stay. And we danced together for many years side by side in the studio before I left home at 17. My family has come to see me perform around the country. My Most of my closest friends I met living in dance dormitories for summer and year-round programs and as colleagues and peers in, in the dance world. I met my husband dancing at a club. We didn't even say a word to each other for the first time as that we met because dance was enough to say it all. I dance in joy. I dance in sorrow. I dance in hope. I dance in love. Dance is the central love and passion in my life, and it connects me to all of those I love and am passionate about in my life. Wow, that got a little deep there, but it, it's true. It, it is my reality, and uh, I almost see it like one of those, what are they called, spider webs? Uh, I forget what they're called, but you know, if dance was in the center of the circle, all of the branching out circles would would be connected to that. It would be the center. So there we are for Pot of Chat Talking Dance's 100th episode. Um, I, I talk about dance here every two weeks, but I have never talked just about the reasons that I dance. Dance has been everything in my life, and the beauty of dance is that it is in everybody on this earth's life in some capacity or another. I really do hope you will reach out to me and share why you dance. Remember that if you send me a message before my next episode airs in two weeks, you will have the chance to win that $100 gift card that was generously donated by Dancer Corner in honor of my 100th episode. So again, please reach out to me. Let me know your name, where you live, your email address, and the reason or reasons why you dance. I can't wait to read what you guys send me, and I, I'll, like I said, I'm just curious if they're similar, or if they're very different, um, and maybe you will reveal to me something that I didn't realize in my process uh, of figuring out why I dance. And just one more time, a huge thank you to Dance for a Corner for your generosity and kindness and celebration of my landmark episode. So... With all of that said, I hope that you enjoyed this week's 100th episode of Pot of Chat Talking Dance. If there are any topics you'd like to hear me talk about, please feel free to reach out to me via my website contact page at www.barrycorollis.com. Again, that's www.barrycorollis.com. You can also reach out on there if you'd like to become a sponsor for our podcasts or to book master classes in ballet or contemporary technique for choreography or speaking engagements. I hope you enjoyed listening in and talking dance with me. If you enjoyed this chat, please feel free to share, rate, and review our podcast on iTunes. Every bit of extra visibility helps keep these podcasts running. And if this didn't fulfill your dance fix, check out my sister podcasts on the Premier Dance Network. New hosts from your favorite dance companies are being added monthly. If you want to connect with me to see where I'm choreographing, teaching, and what I'm doing in my everyday life, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, where my name is B. Carolus, or on Twitter at Bariscos. Also, be sure to subscribe to my blogs. Currently, I'm writing on dancingoffstage.wordpress.com. And on there, I write about the post-performance careers of professional dancers. And then I also have Life of a Freelance Dancer, which is at lifeofafreelancedancer.blogspot.com. And that is currently archived. And I spent five years writing about working as a freelance 
artists traveling and performing across the world on there. Um, so you can check that out again at lifeoffreelancedancer.blogspot.com. I also have a YouTube channel where you can check out some of my choreography and you can find that by searching B Corollas over on YouTube. Thanks for listening in to Pod to Chat. I hope you return in two weeks from Friday to talk dance with me. And remember to go out and support your local dance scene.